welcome to Space Battles, a transformative real play podcast that reimagines the latest trilogy of a popular space combat franchise. If you're joining us for the first time, stop here and start with the first part of A Shattered Galaxy. Otherwise, previously you will have heard... A brief recap. Uh, there was a big fight over Mimban, um, which I have spent uh, like 12 hours of my life listening to recently. <laughs> um, after the fight, which looked lost, you guys made it back to Corellia, learned that the fight had actually been sort of won in an extraordinarily Pyrrhic victory. Uh, at any rate, the people of Mimban were unbothered by the Imperial forces. However, the gate remained open. You took a fast ship back, got onto the sort of uh, Imperially reclaimed space station built into this enormous portal, uh, this gate that had sort of drifted into interstellar space. And you have spent some time infiltrating it, uh, getting into some nasty combat last time that ended with uh, Chekhov's thermal detonator finally going off. And you had found a computer console to potentially shut down the station uh, when you were about to hear a door open. Or not about to hear. We ended on you guys hearing a door hiss open. Uh, any salient details? Anything super pertinent that I people want to dredge up that I may have glossed over? The one thing that's a little unclear to me is if a thermal detonator goes off inside of a uh, base such as this, mm -hmm. is there like potentially fatal damage? I don't know. I don't know how thick the ship is where we're at, Got but it. I assume they're missing a chunk where the thermal detonator was. Uh, presumably, you guys didn't hang around too long to look, uh, but you're also not near an external surface that you're aware of. Okay. So the only time pressure we would know of is the fact that people are trying to actively hunt and kill us. Yeah, uh, no, no decompression concerns at the moment. And just to confirm, we didn't end up, um, uh, what's it called? Ashko was not able to active or deactivate the portal, or was she? I don't remember. No, she has not been able to affect anything like that just yet, although she did get access to the computer system. Yeah, it was tricky. Yeah, because um, these are these. This computer system is still the raw, uh, ancient race, the Gree. Um, it is still their operating system. There's no sort of imperial overlay like with uh, the hallway laser walls. All right. So Ji and Kiyama and presumably Ronas, there is a prickling on the back of your neck as the door begins to hiss open. Don't say it. Okay. No, it's not. It's actually very explicitly not. Okay. The sense of someone force sensitive. I guess the, the best way I could describe it, the way that I kind of conceived of the feeling in my head is if you've ever been playing cards, um, predicting the future is sort of like dealing cards from the top of the deck. You're looking at how things will turn out. You're seeing them ahead of time. What you're feeling right now is the force or pro prophetic equivalent of feeling that deck of cards shuffle. Something important, some kind of nexus or 
junction is coming around that corner. And filing out of the door that is just hissed open are several heavily armed imperial figures. They have shields made out of this shiny but not reflective metal. Um, It's not like a mirror sheen. It's very... It's very cold uh, while still reflecting light at the same time. Their armor is like a heavier kind of interlocking version of the geometric stormtrooper armor. And they're all uh, actually masked. They don't have the open face helmets of the true Empire troopers. It's the same kind of flared upside down teardrop shape, um, but with a mask, they look like the SWAT version of your uh, True Empire Stormtrooper or the the Riot Gear version. And uh, coming up behind them and remaining in the second rank uh, is an Imperial officer. Kind of steps around reaching the front row of these four heavily armored figures uh, to try and get a better look at you guys. Um, As he does so, can I get um, an outer rim test, please? Uh, and Eshka, I would like you to not make this at first because you were going to make it at a different difficulty. Okay. I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, you're doing right. real strong. <clears throat> outer rim. Nice to know that that uh, rank that I spent on it and mm-hmm. we never use is paying off. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, so G and Lumia, you both know who this is. Uh, Eshka, can you check now, please? Okay. Oh, well. <laughs> very much knows who this person is. <laughs> um, this man who is wearing an Imperial officer's uniform uh, is actually a very infamous bounty hunter named Mar Fellian. Uh, this is something that... That's a very Lumia- Star Wars name, and I'm very proud of you for coming thank, up with it. Thank you. The, the key to a good Star Wars name is finding the line between very cool and very dumb and yep. putting the name right on that line. <laughs> it's very real. Mia and G, you know who this Marfellian figure is. Uh, he's a dangerous criminal and not necessarily in the, like, sexy, roguish outlaw kind of way. Um, he is a bad, cruel dude um, and engaged in all kinds of unsavory practices. Um, Eshka with five successes. Wow. Um, moreover, you know that Marfellian, though he has worked with the Huts before, is not like in their direct employ. He's on nobody's payroll. Uh, he is good enough and efficient enough at bounty hunting that he will uh, rather famously actually work for anyone and double cross anyone whenever someone gives him a better price. So um, my mm-hmm. chances are like 50-50 here. <laughs> yes. Um, and as he rounds the uh, the small squadron of heavily armored Imperial troopers, he actually sees presumably you, uh, and he starts laughing um, kind of uproariously as he takes in all of you. And he says, whew, that was a close one. I thought you were another Imperial squadron. Mm. And... Nothing in staying behind I, Kiyama. Yeah, I'm looking, of, we're all just looking at him very, very silently, but inquisitively at this Yeah, because half of you don't know who this, this asshole no. is. Um, 
And kind of at the drop of a hat, almost jarringly, his laughter stops and he kind of takes off his, uh, the, the true empire caps always kind of remind me of, uh, <coughs> naval hats, the officer ones. Um, so he, he, he takes that off and kind of runs his fingers through his, um, dirty blonde hair. And he says, well, that makes things interesting by my count. And he looks over the six of you again. He says, I have about 70,000, maybe 100,000 in credits sitting right here. But you being at the computer makes me think that we're all trying to do the same thing anyway, right? What, what are you trying you? to do? <laughs> well, I want, well, I want money. My employer wants this, uh, this gate portal, who cares, out of commission. Is that uh, sound about right to you? Cool. Us too. And I have a better chance of getting it out of commission than you do. So let's let bygones be bygones. And you can take credit for this with your employer if you leave us alone. Uh, yeah, about that. Uh, there's a lot of explosives planted right now. I don't know what you've got going, but if you have a better shot than explosives, then maybe you should tell me about it. Should I be worried? Should How likely be? is it that your employer is going to want other portals closed? Very likely. That's... Uh, then I wouldn't, then I would take Ashka's expertise here over your explosions. If I were, you know, wanting to spend the money that I was going to ultimately end up hopefully receiving. Sure. I'm not a gambling man. Got a lot of other vices, but I'm not a gambling man. Uh, as you guys are watching and listening to his inane patter. Wait, I have a request if I sure. can. Mm -hmm. Um, not, not a whole lot I can do, but, um, da -da -da -da. I want to, um, sense, uh, this do, which one? I think I'm going to go for this one. I want to sense the emotional state of this person. The heavily armed, tr heavily armored yes. trooper right next to him. I mean, they're both heavily armed and heavily armored, but. Yeah. Uh, okay. Make me a force die check, please. Okay. Uh, oh gosh. Force die, I roll one, right? No, you roll your force reading. Oh, okay. Roll, there it goes. Two dark side points. Two dark side points, okay. All right, uh, would you like to spend one to sense? Sure, fine. Yes, sounds that good. That's a very Palpatine, mm -hmm. very yeah, Palpatine. That was, yes. That was definitely the inspiration, god damn it. And we got plenty of light side points to, to spend on this. Okay, so you guys have eight light side points tonight. Uh, already down. I did seven. not use, and I didn't use any of them for you guys. Don't worry. Yeah, uh, you guys did. Uh, using the dark side does unfortunately give me a dark side point, which uh, uh -huh. feature I do like about that. Uh, so, kind of channeling your own, what I imagine is your own fear and adrenaline in this situation, Kiyama. You get a gauge on this guy's emotional state. Um, he is kind of faintly irritated with uh, Marfelian, um, but he is also, I guess, watchful is the word for it. I uh, he's expecting violence. Okay, that's what I wanted to know. Or he is anticipating it. I I, I don't know how to draw the distinction. He's not intending to commit any. He's expecting you guys to do something. And that's fine. That's what I was trying to figure. I, I was trying to figure out something about them, and that tells me what I need. So. Sure enough. Um, so, Eshka, you have kind of 
put this offer on the table and you've you guys are in, insisting that Eshka be able to carry on and do her computer business and Mar Felian asks so so simple as that you uh you just keep typing and we're all good here well, I mean I'm curious who's your who's your employer what's that's a little bit more about yourself your goals here that's uh it's not know me uh Mr. Keldor I'm Mar Felian and uh we don't really I'm a, I'm a bounty hunter and it's bad for bounty hunting business to talk talk about the job until the job is done and most of the time it's bad to talk about the job after the job is done let's not talk business is uh is what i mean to say how's your week been oh my week uh very pleasant all things considered he's uh here's, let's uh let's have the check i was gonna have you guys make before we got into emotional sensing um a vigilance or discipline is appropriate from anyone who is listening are we supposed to have those force die in there uh no but we can just ignore them cool oh no Eshka's a little little too worked up uh Kiyama's a little too immersed in the force at the moment um VC20 is a little too focused on the inorganic focus on the organic uh Xi and uh as you are engaging with this fellow, you can tell that he is uh, he is very nervous. And G, with your tremendous result, um, you can see that the focus of his nervousness, interestingly, isn't you um, or Eshka or even like the very obvious uh, Jedi Knights. Uh, it's the Senator. He keeps kind of peeking covertly at VC20 as he's prattling. Mia's gonna very casually step between him and the senator. Okay. And she's gonna kind of like, you know that gesture that's like, oh, I'm stretching and also maybe like adjusting my jacket. And, and I maybe think she's, putting my arm around your shoulders. Yeah, that one. But I think she's just gonna sort of like casually rest her hand on her hip like right by her blaster. Mm-hmm. Give me a give me a skull duggery. Skull duggery. Mm -hmm. All right, with uh, with the success, you kind of uh, we'll say that as there's been talking, uh, Chris, you don't mind if I move VC twenty slightly, do you? Nope. Oh. Uh, as you've been talking, you've kind of managed to shift both yourself and the senator uh, so that you are in between him and the line of heavily armored men. And kind of, you know, not exactly noticing what you're doing, but, you know, sensing the the, the, the tension in the room um, as he is kind of bantering emptily with Z, with uh, with G. Mar finally says, but look, uh, if everybody's satisfied to just do their business and be on their way, uh, the boys and I here will just hang around, no pressure, while uh, the young Bothan lady does her work. I hear she does do excellent work and once you're all satisfied that everything's shut down we'll uh we'll all walk to the hangar together what do you say seems all right that sounds like a deal he nods and um the there's like a visible kind of there's a visible relaxation in the people who noticed his uh his his, his tension and nervousness prior the heavily armored guys still remain at attention 
And uh, Eshka, you have some computer checks to try and give me then to uh, to to shut this business down. I sure do. Um, she will walk up to Eshka and ask, uh-huh. would, you like, "Would you like any uh, enhancing substances?" <laughs> do you want Hell. to do drugs? <laughs> Hell yes, I'm nervous and off my game. All right. Um. So I, Brian, can you make it a medium difficulty check? Yeah, absolutely. Um. You may take uh three strain and increase your uh, increase any attribute by one uh until the end of this little encounter. Oh. Uh, so if you increase your intellect, that'll shake out to um. Just adding a green die, essentially. Okay. So I'll add a green die. And you can spend one of your many, many light side points to add a second green die, if you would like, as you make another check. Your first round did not do what you wanted it to do, um, but with three advantage, you feel more calm and in the zone. Your understanding is increasing, even if you're not getting the results that you want. Um, are we cool with me using light side point? Yeah, do it. Okay. Four strain. I'll take another strain. Oof. Eshka's, Eshka's feeling the stress. Okay. Yeah. Uh, computer. Make sure you have your two extra green dice. One from the strange drugs that G has distributed to you and the other from the, you know, the living force working through you. Or luck, as, uh, as, as most outlaws would have it. Okay. A little better. Yeah. So... Uh, with two successes, you have you've definitely found the part of the computer uh, that you want to shut down. Uh, the problem is that there is a good chance with your present understanding that if you shut it down, it'll shut everything down, not just the gate itself, but also all of the subsystems on the space station. Um, so that means light heat, uh, air processing, gravity, things like that. So you could do it, um, but you'll have a bad time trying to get out. Question. Can I tell if this is just because of the way the computer system is set up, that if I shut this down, it's just going to shut down everything? Or does it seem like the portal itself is is being used as an integral part of running the rest of the station? It it all comes down to you shutting off the power supply timer or in some way that is useful for getting you guys out still um, but also doing what you need to do. Uh, So you can make me one more check and we will One uh, advantage die from the drugs or was that just a one use thing? No, it's uh, I believe until the end of the encounter is what it specifies. Yes, so this this is still the same encounter so you have that one still you would just need to spend another light side point if you want both of the green dice both of the extra green dice rather. Thoughts? Feelings from the group? I'm gonna make a rule that um, I'm gonna make a rule that nobody checks. When it's your action you choose whether or not to use the point uh, because one, that makes it more fun for me. <laughs> uh, but two, it'll also keep things crisp. If you think you need it, you should use it. Okay. Holy shit. Okay. Um, <laughs> so with, uh, with, with five successes, uh, which is just absolutely tremendous, um, you managed to put it on a timer. In essence, you've found a way to automate the shutdown process. You can shut everything down 
and give yourselves what you, Eshka, think is about 15 minutes of lead time. Cool. Uh, Kiyama will walk over to Eshka and uh, just look over your shoulder and do you, is there a way they can come back and turn this on? Brian, can I tell if there's a way they can come back and turn this on? Yeah, I mean, they can, <laughs> they can still do what they did before. Okay, uh, okay. So this would, is this need, is gonna... You would need some way to destroy these computer banks. Like, for instance, explosives. Do we have explosives that could also go on a timer? Kiyama looks back towards our new friends. Mm-hmm. They, they mentioned they have explosives. Because I feel like if we just destroy the computer banks, we lose that time buffer but if we can also put a timer on set explosives right everything could work out nicely possibly if you just blow up the computer banks all you've done is you've kept yourself from interfacing with the generator in a sensible way it'd be like ripping the it'd be like ripping the light switch out of the wall and hoping that the light turns off yeah um well i mean if i if i you know shut it down and then immediately Right. You this way yeah. you could allow yourself that time buffer as well. Yeah. Do you want to ask him? Hey Mar, you got any explosives that have a delay? Sure. What do you need that for? Thought we had uh he kind of points his chin at Eshka. Kiyama looks at Eshka because I don't know what she's doing. <laughs> <laughs> so I can shut it down, but there's no guarantee they won't be able to restart it. Got it. Without destroying you, the console. And you want me to destroy the console? On a timer, uh, I can set a timer for the system shutdown, so we have time to get out of here. Uh, because the way they've got this system set up, I can't shut down the portal without shutting down everything, including life support. Um, Say no so- more. Say no more, little lady. Uh, he turns to one of his goons, presumably. I mean, he's wearing an imperial officer's uniform. It is unclear what his relationship with these guys what the relationship is between him and these also presumably imperial people. Uh, but he mutters something to them, uh, kind of an unfamiliar language. I would think that VC-20 would be familiar with it as a protocol droid, but I couldn't speak for anyone else. Uh, VC-20, give me a perception test, please. All right. Um, VC-20 is simply uninterested in the proceedings around him um, or needs his auditory units adjusted. And this guy... Uh, the one in the front and the left actually jogs off the heavy armor, making resounding, clanging footfalls on the metal floor of the space station. A few uncomfortable, silent minutes pass before that same figure returns. He's got a bundle of what look like kind of dull metallic cubes, deep charcoal in color, um... People can give me either gunnery or education to uh, identify what those are. So she and Kiyama both recognize them. Eshka does not recognize them, but is incredibly relieved. I'm going to give you two strain back, Eshka. Um, You see, okay, bombs, thank God, we're going to be fine. (laughs) Uh, She and uh, Kiyama, those are, excuse me. Uh, those are military-grade shaped charges. Um, these guys have been in a high-grade imperial armory of some variety. Uh, Kiyama, with your second success, um, you can see that beyond just being uh, imperial hardware, um, it is more specifically 
uh, League of Free Worlds hardware, uh, or uh, excuse me, Free Realms League. It is Free Realms League hardware, uh, which is the other Imperial Remnant. Uh, these guys have been around the block from the look of their equipment. And uh, with sort of like a mocking flourish, uh, Mar kind of steps forward with the cubic shaped charges in his hand. He says, gestures up to the console. He says, may I? Oh, we'll step off to the side and let him pass. So she's actually going to step in the way. Okay. Uh, and say, here's a question for the group. And I will pointedly look at Mar as I say that. Why do we want this destroyed? Because in five, you know, five months again, they can find it. They know where it is and they can come back and restart it. And we're back where we started. Yes. Um, we keep, so this is a gateway, right? And mm-hmm. we keep seeing a connection between two nodes as a negative. Well, usually there, we've only seen them be one-way trips. They only go one direction. Oh, we can't go back through this? We haven't seen one that allows you to. The one on Typhon only went from Coruscant to Typhon. Yeah, and but in Exegol... That one only went one way. We tried to go back. Because they were both non-functional. No, the first one on Anoth was functional and we went through it. And on Exegol, it was... Exactly. You can still send to a non-functioning portal if one one side doesn't work. Uh, but both of the but in both cases, one half of that pair was damaged, destroyed, non non-functional. Oh, so they can still. Oh, okay, all right. And that I still. So okay, so yeah, they're one-way trips. They don't get. It will not allow us. So so all we're doing is ruining the ability to use this as a as an originator, not as a way to we prevent seen, any of them coming here. Have we seen with the star map, because I thought we had talked about this, they look like they only go one direction. Like they're built mm-hmm. to go to somewhere. Right. They're not built as like communication lanes back and forth. Yeah. Right? Is that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, this is Kevin, not G. It, Brian, am I understanding correctly that you're saying if we destroy the star base, they can still send people or if we destroy this like console, they can still send people. From what you've seen, that does seem to be the case. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. G is very it, against this current plan. But it would strand them on this side so that they can't retreat and go back. Right. So we could set up a force here, like you know, we can tell them that that they can't go anywhere and escape and come back. You know, or you know, they could. That doesn't make sense though. So that means there might still yeah. be imperial troopers out here. I don't. But... I don't see the the tactical advantage we get removing our ability removing the ability to quickly enter the enemy's territory from our territory while maintaining the other direction uh and i don't think we should turn this off <clears throat> and i will look at mar as i say that Go. see if he has feels uh so with a lot of the kind of function of these strange artifacts being laid out in front of you guys uh, can I get um, can I get an education roll from everybody? So both she and Mia, it looks like, have gotten triumphs, uh, VC twenty oh. successes. Uh, so Eshka and Kiyama don't really get it. Uh, VC twenty, you start to get it. I mean, you you realize like well, one one way trips don't make sense. 
So it doesn't necessarily, you know, the, the, it tracks that the gates that you have experienced might be extraordinary in some fashion or unusual in some fashion due to the dilapidated nature. Um, but with the triumphs, what Mia and G realize is more so than anything. So the, if, if these gates teleport you from one place to the other, um, and they work regardless of whether the gate on the other side is on. What they really rely on is kind of your triumph-based insight. The other gate has to be intact. That's the big thing that um, the witch on Anoth was doing. She was putting the gate back together. So if you destroy this gate entirely, that might keep them from transporting here. So at this point, Mar, it's very important to know why you want this gate destroyed. Because I think it changes whether or not we get to have the lovely scenario you outlined where we walk back to our ship together, or if we fight. He grins, he kind of spreads his arms helplessly. He says, I, I want it destroyed because I've been paid to destroy it. That's, uh, that's the truest answer and the most complete one i can give so you said destroy are you okay with it being less than intact as we leave i mean i'd prefer to you know leave and then set off my charges but sure like i said before i've got i've been here for over a month put in those babies and he points at the shape charges all over the exterior of the hull of this place i'm you know I was just going to leave him as a courtesy for her hard work. And he nods at Eshka. But, you know, if you're if if you like the destroying plan, I love the destroying plan. So are you fine if we just turn it off? I mean, I was told non-functional gate. So you're really uh, I am frustrated by your lack of curiosity. If I'm you're really, you're really flip flopping on me here, Big Orange. I uh what do you do? You, do you want it off? Do you want it destroyed? I uh, I th I think an important part of any relationship is communication. Yeah, and explicitly, there's two way communication. Sure. So there listen, are. Listen, baby, when you got into this, you, we, you, we agreed we wouldn't talk about my job. Senator and Kama looks at VC twenty. This directive came from you. What should we do? Oh boy, um, that's Chris, not not VC twenty. <laughs> um, I like to think it was VC twenty though. <laughs> Yeah, just silent all this time. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> oh, boy, leadership. How does one do that? Make a decision. So at this point in time, we destroying it will stop them from sending ships. Yeah, that's, so, that's, so that's there's kind of three options. There's complete destruction, which would prevent travel both ways. That's kind of the that's kind of like the absolute safest option. Uh, from one, from a certain point of view. Uh, the other option is just turning it off, which, as G pointed out, won't stop them from arriving here. It'll only stop you guys from going wherever this portal originates. Um, so that's probably the riskiest um, because it allows Imperials to show up here. Granted, they can't retreat, but it kind of, you know, doesn't do exactly what the Mimbanians are asking for. Uh, and then the last one... Uh, expressly doesn't do what the Mimbanians ask you ask you guys to do, which is you could just you could just leave it on, um, and you know travel you know try and travel back through it to wherever its origin point is. Although that would that one has the downside of you would 
will most certainly have to fight Mar and his men. So, Mar, a gate has two sides. Sure. Do you care if... Do you care which side doesn't work? I was paid to make sure... Um, he, he actually looks back at one of his men and kind of taps his ear. You see that there's like a tactical earpiece in and pauses for a moment like he's listening. He says, yeah, the exact text is that the Mimbanian portal doesn't work anymore. So I don't know. What are you thinking, Big Orange? Rules question. If I wanted to attack him, that would require a cool roll to attack him first, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bummer. <laughs> um. Just uh, just Sen- evaluating options. Senator, do you have any thoughts? So if I understand G correctly, it may be best to disable the portal from the other side. Yeah, in, in particular, what G is thinking is if we have a way to get explosives and a competent mechanic who can, or uh, I guess computerist, mm-hmm. um, who can Slayer. disable... Slicer, there we go. That's the right genre word. And a competent slicer who can disable these. We can do what we were originally talking about doing here, which is timed turning off computers and explosion. Get back through the portal. Now they have a gate that is not destroyed, but is inoperable. And we have a one-way teleport there. And that feels like a, a, a better tactical Republic advantage. And then we're stuck over there with no way to get out because they have blockades. We aren't stuck there the same way we wouldn't be stuck here. Everything we're talking about would be on a timer, right? So we just get back through the gate before the timer's done. So you would have 15 minutes to set up a computer shutdown on this side, along with explosions, get out, get in the ship, go through the gate... I'm proposing we do nothing to this side. Okay, okay. Nothing at all. So well, you... I mean, probably some... Mar doesn't seem like he's going to love that option. So something to Mar. And he's probably... Um, to satisfy the Mimbanians and probably Mar as well, uh, you would need to shut down the gate at the very least. But you're saying that you do that on the timer and then go through it on the timer and trap yourselves on the other side so you can explode the other side of the gate. No. To kind of of preserve a tactical advantage? G's G's timeline, the the plan that's forming in G's head, which I I don't think is necessarily 100% reasonable to convey at this point, and it seems like it maybe just won't work, is uh, minute zero, we eliminate these five, where eliminate is ideally not kill, but is subdue. Uh, Minute 10, we're on the other side of the portal in whatever situation that's like. Minute, hopefully, 30, we're at the same console on the other side doing our disabling thing. By minute 45, we get back through the gate. And then at some point between minute 45 and whenever we talk to the Mimbanians, we disable this computer, but don't blow it up. Okay. Yeah, that's too much information to uh, convey in the moment, um, especially when it starts with, we need to subdue parties <laughs> standing right yeah. in front of us. And I think the only way I can really effectively convey that is just outright violence, which I didn't, I'm not feeling. Yeah. So I guess we'll blow up this beautiful I mean, piece of civic infrastructure. <laughs> so the portal is working right now. Mm-hmm. And we know that it leads into Imperial territory. Right. Or at least territory that is unclaimed enough that the Imperials got access to it. Um, this is out of character. What happens if we just like 
throw a shitload of grenades, um, space grenades, um, through the portal. Only one way to find out. Like, yeah, could we go through? Or if we're trying to be a little bit less um, just throwing grenades through a portal, could we go to the other side, place the timed explosives, come back? You could try. Um, I will. I will say this at this point. You guys have waffled so much and kind of changed course midstream several times uh, that it is out and out making Mar suspicious. Um, so doing it yet again and with one with the change as drastic as let's get in our ships and do stuff and then come back. He's gonna balk pretty hard. Oh um, no, mm. we we wouldn't need to go in our ships. No, I mean, just like walk through the portal. The the portal, um, th- this portal, if you guys recall, is over a kilometer wide and in space. This space station is embedded in the ring of the portal itself. Yeah, and then the other one's going to be almost that big because I put three Star Destroyers through it. Um, yeah, so VC-20 doesn't need to breathe. Do you think it would be reasonable for him to find the right part to blow up? On the other side. Right. Um, maybe if Eshka got in a spacesuit with him again, yeah. Somebody who knows some mechanics and about these portals. I don't think we want to blow up the other side indiscriminately. Like, this is just, I'll just straight up, this is just not a good plan. We don't have a good plan and we're on a timer. Yeah, and you're so on a, this is, you're, you're in a timer we, situation as well. I'm going to kind of rule that, like, the, the table talk's got to stop. Uh, because you guys, like at this point, you guys would have to, you know, with this many thoughts going on, you guys would have to uh, actually talk to each other in front of Mar and his men uh, to communicate this much. Um, so what I'm going to say is um, Mar is kind of standing there impatiently, like waiting on VC-20's word. Um, so VC, we're going we're gonna to all get an action. Um, Mar is going to expect that Eshka's is starting the computer countdown. Um VC20, if you want to like forestall things or ask for more planning or something, uh, you absolutely can. But uh, the the expectation at this point is that the plan is going to proceed as you guys have described previously, uh, despite the fact that there's now kind of an air of tension and uh, misgivings as you guys think more about the circumstance. Uh, so VC20, what would you like to say? I'm trying to think of how to phrase this. Um, I mean, disabling the portal from this side is still helpful mm-hmm. do i understand that if we blow it up if it will be up. if we yeah. blow it up it'll satisfy everything and the imperials won't be able to come through and it'll satisfy satisfy the membanians yes is there a way of sabotaging this so that it can't be repaired or used without blowing it up like take some critical components um that could later be restored i will say that um that is a strategy you can employ for the future. Uh, doing it now would require a little bit more study about the function of the gates itself, uh, which is still a very mysterious process. Um, and we think that Eshka is the only one that we know knows how to reactivate a portal. Uh, Eshka is right now the galaxy's reigning expert on portal operation. Which so is I think not we'll... to say that I actually like really know what I'm doing, <laughs> but. Yeah, so I guess what I'm thinking is that we could disable the portal here and now. Mm-hmm. Um, then Eshka could maybe do some research um, to find a way of disabling it harder. Okay, so you you are going to advocate for non-destruction. I, I would prefer that. Okay, yeah, he's he's fine with that. Um, so what? Uh, how do you put that to him? I, I 
just so I have, I have something to robotify. We appreciate your patience while we consider our course of action. I think that for the moment, it would be best if we disabled the portal on this side, instead of outright destroying it, but then did some research to find a way to reversibly destroy portals, and perhaps return at some later date. Uh, sure thing, Senator. Why don't, uh, why don't I leave the shaped charges for you? Call it, uh, call it a gift. Insight check. How can I sense his emotions? <laughs> no, shouting insight check was good enough. Uh, yeah, so uh, for your action in uh, in this sort of round, you can activate a force power for sure. So okay. roll me some dice. All right, maybe they'll work this time. All right. All right, I'll Wanna use it. Spend more dark side points? Spend it. Thank you. Now the balance of power has shifted in my favor. Uh, Mar is very frustrated. Um, he is... He is wearing a big grin on his kind of like, he's got like kind of a lean hawkish face. Um, He's got a big grin plastered across it. Um, And he is super frustrated, extraordinarily suspicious, and is ready to basically draw and shoot as soon as anybody gets weird. Uh, He is 75% convinced that you guys are fucking around with him at this point. Okay. Am I familiar enough with these charges to be able to set them? Or yeah, I mean, is it they're, something... already, they're already set underneath the consoles, but you could trigger them. Okay. If you... No, I don't want to trigger them now. It was just more of like, is it something we need his cooperation for to be able to do for, in 15 minutes? No. Um, although, interestingly, he said that the charges are a gift and he has not given you the detonator for them. Okay. Kiyama uh, will take them and just set them on the deck and be like, all right, if we're good to go, we need to get out of here now. Uh... Eshka, do you want to start the countdown? Um, or actually, let's let's have you act last. Um, Mia and G, what do you guys want to do? Kind of, we're not moving in combat right now, but um, you guys should take an action. You have the opportunity to do something with your time if you would like to. Uh, I'm going to take advantage of the rising tensions to just spend a little time on myself and try and heal. Okay. And I, I think Mia up. is. Oh, sorry. Go, Kevin. No, that's it. I think Mia of... is the mm-hmm. resident himbo and mm-hmm. doesn't have anything in her head right now. Yeah, I'm just kind of staring at this. Uh, kind of staring at this very, very crooked man. Okay. Um, so, Eshka, do you want to start slicing the? Do you want? Do you want to start the countdown? We still need a countdown if we are not destroying it. Yes, because um, even disabling it will still disable all of the things that the power generators power, including the light. Oh right. Yeah. So we just I already forgot about that. You gonna start it, Eshka? Yep. All right. Um, <clears throat> seeing a concrete course of action, um, Mars' hand strays away from his hip, and he turns and he says. All right, everybody out. Uh, kind of calling back to his men, and they're gonna. I mean, they're gonna start heading back towards the hangar. Have we gotten the detonator yet? You have not. Nobody's asked for it. Oh, call after him and say, "Uh, we uh, we still need that detonator." Oh, yeah, you uh, you sure do. He fishes around in like the breast pocket of his shirt. Uh, he yanks out like a almost looks like a like a Pez dispenser. It's a long rectangular prism with like a rounded top to it. And he tosses it uh, end over end to Yuji. 
that is, you should not throw explosive detonators. <laughs> Do I need to roll the catcher? Yeah, make me an acrobatics test, please. Oh my god. Um, uh, or not an athletics? athletics? Uh, no, athletics isn't uh, quite suitable either. Let me, let me let me find the right skill. Uh, coordination is what I'm is what I'm looking for. Coordination test, please. Uh, it, it's dead even. So it hits your it it hits your hand uh, and the square end uh, drops and uh, goes clattering down the stairs where it lands at Mia's feet. And no, nothing seems to have exploded. No, nothing seems to have exploded. And he says, uh, "Oops!" And the 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 door hisses open as they start heading back out. I'm gonna turn to someone with more military experience um, and ask. Is it, is it reasonable that we only have one detonator for a group of people that's been laying explosive charges for a month? Uh, military people, you can roll me. Uh, I think Core Worlds is probably most appropriate. Uh, Mia, it is not unreasonable. You can have an arbitrary number of charges linked to a single detonator. Uh, it is, however, incredibly irresponsible. Yeah. Yeah, it is irresponsible. <clears throat> Do we expect anything better from Marfalion? <laughs> I expect Probably it to be thorough. Not. Well, that's the thing. is He's good at what he does, right? He's not irresponsible. He's good. So I think we should leave this place as fast as we possibly can. That's my yeah, I, I, Zero trust. And I'm going to start walking to the door. Okay. The Jedi will take up the rear. Alrighty. Can I get? You guys are making good time, right? Uh, there's a there's a hustle in our step, if that's what you're asking. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Not, not dawdling. Um, so you hang back. You know, you say a couple things. There is a hustle in your step. You hear the uh, the loud clanging of uh, of Marv's men as they are. They're decent ways ahead of you, but uh, still audible. Uh, are there still lasers here? Uh, the lasers are back up when you reach there, yeah. Fucker. Oh, no. God damn. Yeah, he has re-erected the laser walls. How did we get rid of these before? Did we blow the... Uh, the... we used force lightning once with mixed success. And... Um, I, I talked to one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, wait, Mars? You said that Mara put them back up? Uh, it seems like only this one. Uh, because as you can see from beyond, uh, all of the remember you you fucked up a bunch of the housings on them to try and uh, dis- to try and disable them. Like you half dismantled them. It seems that at some point or another, Mar realized that uh, this was this this ploy was too time consuming. Only the, mo- the only the nearest one has been re-erected. Um, and as Xi and Eshka draw closer, you can see that the beam is like unsteady and wavering, like the wall is kind of wiggling back and forth, like a tarp, like a tarp that's been flexed. Um, is the control panel still over here? Uh, the control panel is on the opposite end of the hall. That's regrettable. Yes. Uh, I think time is of the essence, so I'm going to see if I can pop one of the housings on this off. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, what are you What are you using to pop it? Are you using like your lightsaber, your staff? What are you doing? Uh, well, so I will. I is the housing. I wanna. I wanna shoot the electronics with force lightning while people are back. Yeah, the the housing is off. The emitter has just been re-enabled. Ah, gotcha. I'm gonna tell everyone. Stand, stand back. Okay. 
uh, with particular emphasis on Eshka, who got the brunt of the issues last time. Yeah. Singed the game. Um, uh, VC20 is going to speak some encouraging words to G at this time. Okay. Yeah. Um, make, me, uh, make me your leadership role. Good lord. <laughs> uh, okay, so triumph, two successes, uh, and what is effectively... So that triumph will count as a success and two advantage, so that is three success, five advantage. Three people can have strain restored and an extra die, and among them, five strain... Or, uh, excuse me, five additional strain can be restored. VC20 gets to pick three people to pump up. Um, I think that's going to be G... Um, Eshka and Kiyama. Sounds good. And uh, additional strain should go to Ji and uh, Eshka. Kidoki. Ji uh, take four back. Eshka take uh, three back. Sound about right. That's good. Alrighty. All right. uh, lightning man, do the lightning. Do the lightning round. Yeah, queued up for a two purple check. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's uh, that's what I'm talking about. All right. Fantastic. All right. That is two, two successes, four advantage, and one, two, three, four, five. I do 14 damage to this. Holy shit. <laughs> um. So, you, what uh, what does your lightning look like again for the uh, for the viewers at home? Yeah. Uh, my lightning is. Um. It depends on whether or not I'm using uh, dark side points. Um. So because I'm not this time. Uh, it comes out as uh, like a, a bright white instead of a more like red or yellowy thing. So just straight white lightning arcing from my fingertips. Still very menacing and evil looking, but for good. Not uh, quite as menacing and evil looking as it could be, certainly. Um, the emitter absorbs this tremendous blast of energy and momentarily is just perfectly silent. Uh, and then the emitter uh, explodes. You're decently far from it. Uh, you know, you're two squares away at the very edge of the close range band. So you're not damaged, uh, but the emitter is irreparably... Like, there's there's no putting it back together. The components have fused into slag. And at this point, G is going to sprint. Yeah, absolutely. Um, can I get an athletics check from everybody, as I assume everybody is joining into the sprint? Oh my, yes. Uh-oh. <laughs> who have uh, been inspired by the rhetoric hmm. of the blue dye. I'm very athletic. You are. Uh, Kiyama with two successes. Uh, Ji with uh, two failures, unfortunately. Yeah. I with, with two as well. We're winded. Yeah, with five successes. Uh, and D20 with a success as well. Um, so overall, I think we're still in a fairly positive place. Um... Let's uh, have Ronus help as well. Yeah, two successes from Ronus. Um, so you guys get to the hangar not in enough time uh, to see Mar, like stop him from getting to his ship or anything like that. Um, but nothing has happened to the station yet. You see uh, like the blue and white fire of Mar's ship pulling away out of the hangar since he's just left. Um, are there any uh, um, evidence of the Imperials? No. Um, I mean, there's the bodies that you guys created earlier, but there's no more Imperials around, really. Is there some kind of evidence that you're looking for in particular? Or? No, we just heard talk about the, like, lieutenant of the uh, station, and we never ran into him. 
so... Uh, Mar was wearing a lieutenant's uniform. Oh, there you go. He had infiltrated himself in pretty deep. As you guys... Uh, I assume you guys are leaving, or is there stuff that you want to do, like, before you get onto the ship? You ran all that way. I didn't figure you would hang around. Kiyama's running to the ship. Leaving okay. seems good. Okay. Mia. Yes. Can I get a piloting space, please? You sure can. I do love to give a piloting space because of just how many die I have in it now. Uh, so that's a triumph, two successes, two advantage. You can take back a strain. Sweet. So, uh, so there's been a successful launch. Um, there is a beeping on the console. There's an incoming message. We have some kind of com communique Mia is going to pull out. And who then wants, she's. Who wants to pick it up? I'll I pick mean, up the phone. Okay. Uh, it is Mar. Shocker. <laughs> yeah. Shocked, shocked to find gambling in this establishment. Yeah. <laughs> he's not a gambling man. No, he's not. That's true. And uh, with the same shit-eating grin as when he, as when G fumbled the detonator, uh, Mar says, oops. And Kiyama, uh, not Kiyama, Mia, can you give me another piloting space, please? Uh, with five successes, you manage to avoid the dock blast. Uh, the, in an enormous ring of white and crimson light, uh, half of the station rips from the other half. Uh, almost in perfect synchronization with Mars' ship jumping to hyperspace. What a dick. Well, at least it's gone. At least, you know, it didn't, like, totally ruin everything. So is Mars still on the line? Oh, no, he said oops and hung up. <laughs> can we call him back? Yeah, you can try. <laughs> I was muted, but I cackled. Uh, he is not picking up. Uh, he has made the jump to hyperspace. It's significantly more difficult to uh, to contact someone there. He's letting his calls go to voicemail. Yeah, basically. That's a shame. Mm -hmm. Can we leave a voicemail? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, no, I'm, I'm going to rule it. no. Uh, you cannot leave a voicemail. That's a shame. Uh, so... You are left hanging in uh, in interstellar space with the you know the two broken punks of a disabled Greek portal hanging behind you like two mirrored crescent moons. Um, you probably should still reach out to the Membanians to let them know that you know hey everything has been a success and you know also they still do have. Uh, any survivors from the the battle over Mimban. Um, but I mean, other than that, you guys don't have much on your chore list. So sitting in interstellar space, space junk all around you. What? Uh, tell me what happens next. Play some gin rummy. Pass the time. Go. Okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, <clears throat> so have um, Republic forces had a chance to um, go over this wreckage at all? No, you guys are the the fir the, the first ones back. Uh, your ship was, if you recall, you took a specialty ship. You you are basically inside of a torpedo that is hyperspace capable. Very few weapons, very minimal shields, just built for speed. I would like to spend a little bit of time investigating the wreckage. Sure, absolutely. There probably aren't survivors, but maybe. Uh, <clears throat> so you're investigating the wreckage for potentially Imperial survivors? Or are you investigating it for scientific purposes? Uh, oh, I meant the wreckage of the skull and crossbones. Oh, I see. Yeah, so making it back to Mimban, um, Mia, give me a 
piloting test, please. Um, and can whoever is working the sensors of your craft give me a vigilance test, please? Uh, Eshka, you don't see any survivors, um, but you guys can tell that a lot of the escape pods have been jettisoned. Something. Um, after 45 minutes, maybe an hour of kind of darting around in the wreckage of the skull and crossbones, uh, there is a another hail coming in the console. I'll pick up the phone again. Okay. Uh, it is once again the Mimbanian ambassador, um, someone, some government official of the Mimbanian. And they say, we see you have returned, honored guests. What news? The portal has been destroyed. Uh, the, Mim- the Mimbanian dignitary bows deeply on the hologram. We appreciate it immensely and will be pleased to support Republic efforts in the future. We also have a survivor has asked to speak with you directly. Do you have a Wookiee in your employ? Many. See, then perhaps this one is speaking truthfully. There's a weird note in his voice when he says that. VC20. And continues, he says, we will patch him through directly. Um, and on to the hologram, um, you see Rundak. Uh, you see onto the holoprojector, uh, the picture of the Mimbanian dignitary is replaced with Rundak. Uh, you can... He is very badly injured. Uh, his left arm and his left leg below the knee are gone. On the left side of his face is very badly uh, most of his hair has been burned away, um, and he has a actually really cool eye patch over his left eye. Um, but he is uh, kind of like leaning on a crutch on his right hand side, making him look a little little uncomfortable and canted off to one one, one side. <clears throat> uh, but when you come onto the hollow projector, his voice is steady, and he says. Senator, I'm glad to see that you made it. Very glad to see that you have survived as well, although I'm sorry to see that you have been injured so severely. That is the fortunes of war, Senator. Many of my people have been hurt worse and fought harder. Is the gate destroyed? It has been destroyed. Then maybe these blasted Mimbanians will stop holding us here. We have been borderline prisoners for almost a week now. Who else is with you? Uh, many. From the crew, um, he kind of uh, he makes a shrugging motion with his left arm. You can see that he hasn't completely acclimated to his uh, to his current disability, and he looks down briefly at the abortive gesture, and then he looks back up and uh, shrugs bodily, and he says, "Many uh, officers, midshipmen, um, several." Fortunately for us, I think, of the Mimbanian dignitaries who are on board the Skull and Crossbones, uh, people of all shapes and sizes, none of the bridge crew made it that I saw, which is honorable for their families. BC20 will nod gravely. Mostly I am glad that you are back and are here. I did not think that you would make it off of the bridge. So will you be returning to Coruscant? We plan to return to Coruscant, but... Perhaps we must secure your releases first. 
he shifts uncomfortably and just nods and he says i will see you when the release has been secured then and uh kind of abruptly hangs up um you see 20 you can give me a uh discipline um so with three successes uh you can tell that uh rundak was not embarrassed uh or anything like that um the Wookiee kind of outlook is fairly, I wouldn't say anti-prosthetic, um, but they are in a lot of ways opposed to most body modification, uh, which kind of tacitly extends to prosthetics. Um, they have a they have an attitude of wanting to care for their own rather than replace what's lost. It's it's kind of a ideology of mixed wokeness you might say um but more than that um the implication that you're kind of getting is that he might not be receiving completely appropriate or um, sufficient medical care it seemed like he was in a lot of pain more than anything else let's go get that man some uh, morphine some space morphine okay um Getting people off the planet will take some time. Like I said, your ship is small and the Republic is still kind of coming up behind you. Do you want to arrange for borrowing Mimbanian ships? Do you guys want to hang around until a broader Republic force can show up to extract people? Um, or do you want to trust it to the narrative in the background? I guess I would first like to confirm that the Mimbanians actually plan to release these um survivors okay uh you get back on the horn with the mimbanian dignitary and he says oh of course honored guest the uh the other honored guests will be released at republic discretion we were merrily providing them with uh with shelter and satisfying their needs until the until the republic could could return for them uh-huh. i think at the moment vc20 is you know he he's chomping at the bit to get his friends um out Mm-hmm. But he is also thinking that putting his friends on Mimbanian ships might not be the best idea, um, given that they have not been treating them all that well to begin with. Sure enough. So we can uh, we can say that uh, after another day or so of in in, in the Mimbanian system, uh, Republic ships arrive. Um, the the extraction is actually relatively painless. Um, even if the Mimbanians were holding on to them in sort of an awkward hostage situation, it seems as though they're willing to live up to their side of the agreement. You have your people back. This is good news, but also devastating news for Grundak. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, he he was injured in battle. That's a again, a, you know, a kind of mixed outlook ideology for a Wookiee. That's a very honorable thing. So what comes next? G will at some point go up to Eshka, who I think is the most criminal person G really hangs out with these days. Okay. And ask, is there um is there any way you can find out who Mar was working for? Uh I um maybe I think it would be best if we uh we figured out who else wanted to destroy these gates. Because the way that I see it, if you're a smuggler, you generally want modes of transportation as open as possible. So I don't think he was working for a criminal. That does make sense. Uh, so Eshka, what you can do is, uh, 
you know, you guys have a little bit of time. Um, you don't have to go down to the planet, but you can, you know, dock at the Mumbanian station, um, get access to their their holonet, I think is what it's called. Um, space Battles Internet. Uh, you, can get, <laughs> you can get on the Space Battles dark web, essentially. I do, do some slicing there. Uh, and you might be able to find out, like, what... Um, job posting uh he answered you probably won't get a real name unless you know you do incredibly well um but it should be possible to uh track down or at least locate whoever hired him okay uh there's going to be two uh computer tests and i'm going to spend a dark side point let me know when it's ready to go the pool is good for you to go Wow. Wow. Okay. <laughs> um, so incredibly interesting results here. <laughs> um, so you've, you've generated three successes on both tests, but the second test got a despair. Um, so since that despair is canceled, essentially what that means is that I get to trigger the special despair effect, even though um, you are still going to succeed. Oh, no. Um, so what that shakes out to is that you have... Let me double-check my notes real quick, because this is an interesting... Is, is, is this going to be an obligation situation? <laughs> That's definitely what I was afraid of in, in researching this. Every bounty hunter in the galaxy. Like, Eshka, like just did all of her searches, like, signed Eshka. <laughs> like, timestamp... <laughs> Location, everything. That's that's essentially what's happened. Um, no, that's what I was afraid would happen. Which uh, is why when she asked if I could do this, I said, maybe. Um, so what, what's happened is that you're on the space paddles dark web. And the first day, that three that three success means you've found like the the, the like the the bounty hunter Craigslist space battles dark web posting like you found essentially the the link up um the the job that was advertised we'll call it that mar took and the second check is you essentially rifling through that poster to try and establish like a like a timeline a base of operations doing some detective work uh, on that individual to try and figure out where the hell they are, where they're posting from, things like that. Um, you have traced this individual to a planet named Katil. Uh, put that in the chat. K-T-I-L um, on the uh, on a, a map of uncertain provenance that we're using. It's in square N9. And you're feeling very satisfied with yourself. It's been a while since you've, you know, really sliced something that wasn't, uh, that wasn't like a gree supercomputer a million years old, literally. Um, and then you realize that you forgot to, for the last hour or so, uh, establish a new Space Battles Dark Web VPN connection to your Space Battles Dark Web Tor Rap. Um, you have been uh, posting and, uh, I don't know, upvoting and <laughs> uh, different Space Battles dark web Instagram posts of this guy from, like, your main account with a traceable IP. Like, you, like you've gone back uh, in this poster's history and you've, like, 
faved a bunch of his Instagram posts from four years ago, and now he knows you thirsty. <laughs> so <laughs> what you all see is Eshka's just like hunched over the console doing her gremlin thing. And then all of a sudden she just ceases typing and like one line of fur straight down the back of her neck just stands straight up. And then she says, oh, no. Uh, so. Oh, yes. Every bounty hunter in the galaxy does probably know that you're in the band right now. Great. No. And there's a decent chance that they might be able to deduce that you're associated in some way with the Republic Navy. Oh, no. I shouldn't be laughing. (laughs) (sighs) Sounds about right. Doing great. Uh, But so who is the who is the 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 employer? Or do um, I just know that they're on Katil? You know that they're on Katil, um, and that all of their ha- all of their handles have um, end in underscore CDR. It's a strange recurring motif on their, you know, like they throw away usernames and stuff. Mean anything to me? Uh, you can give me uh, people who are hearing this information expressed to them, and I'm going to spend another dark side point. Um, <laughs> Make me uh, an education uh, or outer rim roll. Uh, there are a couple different um, consortiums that this could refer to. I <clears throat> excuse me, um, but you know, you're at a little bit of a loss because, as she pointed out, you know, lack of transportation is bad for smuggling. Um, and then Mia. And Eshka actually put together something a little more concrete. Uh, who do you know with the letters C, D, and R in their name that have a penchant for blowing things up? Chundar. Whoever uh, that Oh, no. Whatever, oh, no. Whatever a Chundar is, and, you know, it's only something that you've heard uh, VC20 refer to obliquely as well as uh, the Chancellor. Uh, whatever a Chundar is, that's a odd coincidence and they seem to not like they seem to enjoy blowing up modes of transportation so i will note out loud to the group that mars employer seems to be on katil uh this funny coincidence with the cdr and chundar and blowing up means of transport and then I will say, and also I forgot to screen my searches, and there's a good <laughs> chance now that every bounty hunter in the galaxy will be able to find me as long as I am on this ship and in this system, and therefore all of us. Sorry. <laughs> and then I will immediately, uh, I don't know, uh, wipe the the my history or i don't know <laughs> to do do whatever i can to uh, oh, you, were, you were in uh space battles dark web incognito mode yeah. <laughs> you need to worry about your history yeah, well maybe i go back and like delete my posts or whatever at, you know oh, yeah. <laughs> already done but you know everybody, try to not leave it out for anyone but I have to. You, everybody saw you posting on main but Yes. <laughs> screenshots just start showing up in the feed yeah. <laughs> guys did you see this <laughs> eshka's posting from maine for the first time in like three years okay uh, seems uh, like we uh we might want to skedaddle yeah we're gonna skedaddle yeah oh. we're gonna get out of here real fast okay. i'm 
I'm gonna gonna fly if that's okay with everyone. So you have succeeded on your astrogation roll. Uh, you're very good at those. Sure am. Except when so, I'm terrible at them and then end up traumatizing, traumatized and giving myself more astrogation points. Yes, uh, you know, forty percent of the time it works every time. Mm-hmm. So you're going to make it to Coral Sconce um, for a quick resupply mission. Um, yeah. What do you need? Like we can, the 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 difficulty is so low. Um, in effect for like scrounging and purchasing roles that you can just pick things by and large. Is there anything unusual that you want to acquire? Um, well, I kind of think it would be a good idea to see if we can get another detonator. Those are going to be hard to find. Yeah. A, a detonator of the thermal variety. A detonator of the thermal variety. They're useful. Um, they're useful. Where can like, can you even, I don't think you can buy those legally. Like, that's not, you can't just go to nope. the, your military and be like, hey, can I have a thermal detonator? Luckily for everyone involved, my father is not a man of the law. I mean, he he actually very much is now. Um, he's yeah, a very but, prestigious position. He, but, he has connections, I assume. Also, like, let's be real here. Do we really think Han Solo gave it all up? Like, do we really? I mean, that that seems like a question that definitely casts aspersions on your mother aspersions on my mother so much as it casts aspersions on my father yeah i guess that's true uh okay i mean you can definitely you can definitely give it a shot um if you want to if you want to go talk to dad uh then i think oh go ahead no that's that's reasonable i was just about to ask who wanted to go so mia kiyama ronis yeah Yeah, we're gonna tag along she is is also gonna tag along Mm -hmm. mm-hmm I'm a big fan of us having as many options as possible. Yeah, sounds good. In case you need to force lightning on, is that what you're implying? <laughs> I don't like to close uh, possibilities. Okay. Who knows how this will end? Okay. Calum and Ronis are going more for the like watching little sister try and ask dad for something. Just going to be like eating popcorn in the corner. Okay. I'm going to be great at it, guys. Just you wait and see. So. You touch the parry down on like the um, the private uh, docking port that is at the the Chancellor's mansion. Um, you are now you know outside of your childhood home, Mia. Uh, getting in is easy. The security systems you know recognize uh, you and Ronus both, which is nice. Ah, uh, little family the, family home. Uh, the the house is deserted. Uh, there are very few people inside. Uh, Mom is presumably at the her office, you know, being a chancellor, doing important things. Uh, it is unclear where Han is. Uh, looking around, however, you see that he is, after a few minutes of looking around, uh, you see that Han is on the, the back porch, uh, equivalently. Not entirely clear what he's doing. But he's just, he's kind of hanging out out there, is what you see. Uh, he is sitting and drinking a space beer, as, as far as you can tell. Yeah. Um, so Mia's going to go out to greet her father with a warm and sprightly, Hey, Dad! Um, he, is, he does not, like, start or freak out. I uh, probably got some kind of alert when you were back on the premises. Um, but inst- he does not answer and instead opens a big... Uh, 
like rectangular prism of a compartment and a huge cloud of smoke pours out. Uh, it looks as though he ha- he is grilling. And ah. without really answering, he pulls several skewers of meat off of the grill and gestures at them languidly and finally says, yeah, hey, kid. How's it going? He just raises his beer. He looks very unconcerned. Uh, he's not smiling, but that's not really, you know, his way. No. You know, knowing your dad, this is about as happy as he gets. Yeah. Um, Mia's going to look between him and the grilling pieces of meat. And she's going to say, hey, I have a question for you. Yes, you can have one. I, I, I said that, right? No, that wasn't what I was going to ask. I assumed I was going to get one. Mm-hmm. And he, um, he kind of like irritably like points in between uh, Kiyama actually and the meat. Like, why aren't you taking one? Just sort of like reach out and grab some. Mia's going to grab a skewer as well. Good. Yeah, she's going to grab a skewer as well. Um, and she's going to look at him and say, so we're trying to get a hold of something. Might be a little tricky to get a hold of. And I wondered if you just like had a spare thermal detonator you could give us. Oh, just one of those, just laying around. Oh, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Ah, uh, you know, we used ours recently and it was very useful. And... Oh, you had one? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, but you lost it? No, we used it to great effect, which is why we want a replacement. We took very good care of it until we used it and it saved our asses. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, definitely, um, I don't have one of those just lying around. You sure about that? Oh, no, he's very much lying. Oh, yeah, exactly. Mia's going to look at him and then again at the grilling meat. She's also chewing on her her kebab a little bit. It's real good. It's very tasty. And she's going to say, look, we'll take really good care of it and we'll only use it if we really need it. I mean, you're not one. You're not licensed to carry one. And so if you get in trouble and you have it and then it you know, hopefully it doesn't get hopefully it doesn't get traced, but it could be traced. Uh, and then we're all in trouble and I'm in trouble with your mom. Uh, yeah, but, also, but are you going to be in trouble with mom or am I going to be in trouble with mom? Oh, I'm going to be in trouble. How does she know that I didn't steal it from you, though? I'm not yeah. going to I'm, I'm not going to rat you out. Snitches get stitches. Uh, you you know, you're sa- you're saying all of these charming things that I taught you and I'm I'm, yeah. I'm worried. Um, yeah, don't be worried. Look, Kiyama and Ronis are very mature and very good at fighting. And we had a thermal detonator for a really long time before we needed to use it. This is really, really a just-in-case measure. It's not like, oh, I'm going to have a thermal detonator and now I'm going to throw it. It's like, no, this is this is this is a back pocket tool. He still looks pretty reticent, you know, to turn over a nuclear hand grenade to his daughter. Yeah, I get it. Um, and, and after a moment or two more of consideration, uh, finally he puts down his, uh, space beer and he says, okay, but Kiyama carries it. Kiyama just is sort of like eating her skewer and just sort of like paused and was like, uh, I did not expect getting get thrust into this conversation. <laughs> oh, come on. I'm a perfectly reasonable and mature person. That's okay. Like, I, I <sighs> take it or leave it, kid. Why? Why don't you trust me with it? I didn't say I didn't trust you with it. That was the subtext of that statement. People who trust other people with things generally will let them let them have them. Yeah, what G said. Uh, he points at you, G, and uh, he says, "Hey, 
No kebab, no input. I will reach and grab a kebab and hold it near my face mask. <laughs> Kiyama, knowing that we're on a time crunch, will just sort of hold out. Just be like, don't want to cause any more trouble. Just can you give it to us and we'll let you figure this out later. This yes. is because you don't want mom to know, isn't it? Thank you. <laughs> this is so that if you get in trouble, it's because you're putting Kiyama in danger. You gave her the thermal detonator. You didn't... Dad, from, from that's what a coward's I, move. From what I hear, she's a pretty good fighter, and it's real different <sighs> if... I had it last our, time. I'll yes, see? There you go. There's precedent. I'll be right back. And uh, he <sighs> heads inside. Is there precedent for him trusting Ronis or Ronis's girlfriend over you? Shut up. Wow. She is, uh, she is moving people to the dark side. Yeah. She is getting people to embrace their emotion. <laughs> she she is throwing some salt in the wound. Yeah. Yeah. Must yeah, be afraid like, to heal. Sort of like mouths like sorry while wincing as she's eating more of her meat skewer. Mm-hmm. It's like, so it's there, a very good meat skewer. There is a, a prolonged a blender here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, there is a blender inside. Okay. She'll go blend up a little bit and use their weird straw thing. Um, it, it it definitely tastes worse as a slurry than uh, as as a proper kebab, but uh, I think that they would still enjoy it since that. Yeah. I mean, most most of their food is probably consumed in liquid form. Yeah, yeah, I assume it's it's all smoothie esque. Yeah, so it's, it's I mean, it's what she's used to anyway. So uh, so. <laughs> A one one kebab slurry later, uh, Han returns. He has um, it's like a small, uh, about the size of a shoebox actually, um, but it is made out of uh, like a very matte, light gray metal, and he gives it to Kiyama. And she takes it and she says, "Thank you so much. We will be." careful with this and then she takes Ronis's hand and just sort of like quickly fast paced walks out of the room before it can get any more awkward <laughs> uh, G and Mia are you going with? Mia's gonna sit with her dad and finish her meat skewer with him and then she's gonna go follow them Okay. will uh, head off after Kiyama okay. uh, so Mia while you're sitting there um, your uh, Han asks you, you want a beer kid? Uh, he goes to a small cooler and gets one for you, pops the top. I'm just sort of imagining them sort of sitting and looking out over the city, drinking some beer as the sun sets, just sort of chilling, not really talking very much, but like when they're talking, it's very casual. Yeah, it's a, it's a nice, yeah. uh, very, very placid late afternoon, uh, mm-hmm. good time, good time for a grilling and a beer. Yes. Uh, Han Han looks very much in his element. It um, it's nice because it's kind of it's kind of like a precursor to parts of your like the middle part of your life, like when you were a little kid and he, all you understood him as was your dad. Before you grew up a little and like gained awareness of he and Leia as like these you know almost mythical uh, galactic figures um it's it it throws you back despite you know the beer and the very adult thing that you came to ask for it it throws you back to very early on in your childhood and it feels good for a little bit to just kind of have a dad heck yeah having a dad heck yeah having a dad 
Um, and I think, I mean, unless people want to acquire other uh, highly illegal well, items or of any sort, or I'm not necessarily sure how illegal it is, but I'd be mm-hmm. I'd be interested in acquiring a lightsaber if that's a possibility. I don't think that it would be necessarily. I don't think it's going to be possible for you to acquire a lightsaber since they're essentially custom built. Um, if you are interested in acquiring one, because you just have a training saber, right? Yep. Yeah, just stuns, basically. Because you're not Jedi, so you're... It's the best you're, Luke would give me. Yeah, and I mean, also, like, your Force tradition didn't include, like, a ritual building of a lightsaber the way that the Jedi do. Yeah. But I also learned that maybe my Force tradition isn't the best at cutting open doors on an ancient spaceship, and that was real, real appealing to me. Yeah, I mean, I, I would imagine it would be. You know, it, it's it's a grass is always greener kind of circumstance. Yeah. You just want all the grass. Um, so I don't think that's going to be possible, unfortunately. But um, we, I mean, it's the kind of thing that you can acquire in the future, like. Uh, if Gamma trains you to use it or something like uh, or like tells you what to look for vis-a-vis a crystal. And Do she you, also has extras. Yeah, I was about to say, if you voice this to her, she might. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll definitely uh, catch up with with Kiyama uh, while Mia is, is having her lovely conversation with her dad um, and just ask. Uh, hey, I, um, I noticed you have some extra lightsabers and was curious how one might go about getting one of those. Thomas' hand goes to her belt because she's like, oops, I forgot I had those out because she usually doesn't wear the all of them. But she, oh, um, I t- took these from someone. I uh, and she looks a little like unsure of how to basically say like they're trophies. Like I these are from uh, a dark Jedi that attacked us a couple months ago. You better um, give them away. It won't weigh on your conscience anymore. Uh. N- uh no um I, can you use one and she kind of looks at the the trading lightsaber oh uh, i got this uh yeah uh let's figure this out because you would like kill yourself and then us with one of those if you don't know how to use it um which is why you have that and she gestured to the training lightsaber let's We've got some time coming up. Let's figure it out. Let's talk then. Um, but you've got to earn a lightsaber. You just don't get to use one. I should kill a dark side force user and then I get one loosely. Uh, more in the sense of, I mean, you can physically get one, but if you know how to want, if you want to be able to use it, that's a different manner. And also it's, you don't, it's different when you have your own. Like these aren't, these are mine, but they're not mine. It's different. Alright, well, whatever, uh, whatever I need to do, just let me know. Yeah, we will. And she kind of like does like a little like looks you up and down, and be like, "Yeah, we're gonna start with the basics. Like, we've got a long way to go." <laughs> you just, you just stick the light side on a thing you want to not exist anymore, right? I feel like that's the that's the core principle. You can get that down pretty quick. St- stick them with the burning end. Yeah, exactly. theoretically, yes. And also, if you would like to not die while doing it or someone attacking you, there's more to it. So anyone can stick something with the burning end, but to not die while doing it, a little different. So what Kiyama would have done before we let, wanted, we're going to leave is 
she wants she's going to send a message to Luke. Okay. And what are you going to tell him? So just um and I guess she's just sort of still is uncomfortable talking to him in this sort of situation and is just more of a we finished up what the Republic requested of us um, on Mimban, and there's another thread that I think we need to follow um, before we come back. Okay. Um, his uh, his face in the hollow projector as he's looking back at you as he's hearing this is very reminiscent of um, the memories that have come back to you in the last six months since actually being able to see him to spend um you know spending what limited time with him that you have and maybe exacerbated by you know his uh his blue kind of spectral appearance uh because the main one of the big memories that has come back to you that you are struck by again in this moment is of the night that you left and you came to speak to him in the temple. And as you walked in, before he noticed you, before you interacted, he was speaking with the force ghost of Kenobi. And the gist of their conversation, Luke's fear that he's expressing to Kenobi in, you know, sort of kind of hazy memory that you have is that where you're going, he knows you will not come back from. He says, my apprentice will not return. And Kenobi says, you know, you have to send her anyway. And Luke agrees. And the limited discussion you've had with Luke about that since then, what explanation he's been willing to give is that his worst moments, his hardest moments, his biggest mistakes, that conversation included have all come from fear that he fear that is invoked when he looks into the future when he looks into other places and his regret is that he should have not that he should have trusted enough in you to let you face the trials of mastery without him anticipating what comes and cutting back to the present as you see him he is once more he looks more disconnected and sad than anything else a a certain kind of willingness um or like a surrender to knowing that you're going to do what you're going to do and that his time of really advising you and guiding you has maybe passed maybe forever and he simply says may the force be with you and he disconnects yeah, I'm gonna just I guess we'll kind of groan and camp he just keeps doing that. He doesn't uh, say anything besides may the force be with you. Like it's been like that since Titan. Yeah, his 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 detachment, um, you know, he he has never gone into depth about what exactly he was hoping to achieve on Titan, other than that Titan would let him see further and of a darkness he sensed no more details than that and you you don't know if it's his demeanor or if it's that aforementioned darkness but being around him has made you you know increasingly nervous and yeah frustrated yeah i think she'll turn to ronus and be like 
do you think things will be okay while we're gone? He kind of, he just, he just kind of shrugs, not uncaringly, but unknowingly. I, I mean, the temple's well hidden and Luke is still powerful if detached. I can't imagine anyone's going to come to any harm. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you're right. Okay. I think that that's all that she wanted. Didn't get what she wanted out of it, but (laughs) (laughs) woohoo. Well, that's Luke for you. (laughs) Woohoo! Woohoo! So that seems like a pretty good place to stop for the night. And next time we will pick up with uh, getting the Perry travel ready and heading to Katil, I think. As always, we've been glad to have you. If you enjoyed it, tell some friends. We're on Twitter at Space Battles Pod, and you can always find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and most platforms where podcasts are found. I will call out I just to see what would happen did mm-hmm. roll a force lightning roll <laughs> while hanging out with Han that's mm-hmm. I think the best force lightning roll I've ever had it would have been 12 damage holy shit uh, yeah. that would not have killed Han outright but it would have been a really bad time it would for have him. spiced up the story yeah <laughs> hello my name is Mia Solo you killed my father prepare, prepare to die to- <laughs> 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 oh my god